Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast, where your hosts Bryce and Lewis pour up a couple of drinks and discuss everything relationships from dating to marriage while sharing their personal dating and marriage stories along the way. Now toast up, ladies and gents. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Man Cave. Welcome back to Welcome week. back. I got Lewis here with me as usual. He's back from uh, his emergency, his week off vacation. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we have our guest in the building today, Miss Peachy Vibe, Miss Seda. How are you doing? I'm Peachy. Thanks for having me. All right, introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are, what you're doing. I'm Peachy the Vibe, Seda. <laughs> here to be on the Bryce and Lewis show. Here to support. We appreciate appreciate we that. Appreciate we definitely it. appreciate it. So I want to kick this show off because we asked a question last week about paying on the first date. So oh, I want to yes. yes. clear. I want to get those uh, get that out the way. We had uh, nine women said no. You do not. You split the tab on the first date, right? And that way it went. Pretty and much, yeah. Five people said no. Nine people said no. You do not split the tab. Five women said you do split the tab. Yeah, and I got to say know? there was at least one. There was one. One of my boys, I, I won't name him, but he was pretty much like, hell no. It all depends on how the date goes. Like, if the date goes good, I'll pay for it. If the date doesn't go good, no. You're paying half your bill and I'm out. But I wouldn't, Which, but, but like, generally speaking, when you're going into it, are you going into it expecting the split as a as an individual? Is that just the way you do things? You split on the first date? Me, personally, no. Like, if I... I don't know, because I, I like I got three older sisters. I was raised as a gentleman, so if I ask a woman on a date, then I'm kind of already like I'm going to pay for the date. Now, don't get yeah. me wrong; there are some women who are like, "Hell no, I'm an independent woman. I'll pay for my goddamn self." <laughs> I, you know, whatever, I respect that, but at least let me be like a traditional man if I want to be. Like, shit, I'm not trying to say that you can't hold your own. That that's good. Mm. I'm just that's just how I want. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um. I've paid for dates with women that I know I didn't plan on seeing again. Oh, it, no. They no. weren't attractive. They weren't, they didn't match their <laughs> picture, you know? Oh, oh, so catfish, I, yeah. bro. Yeah, come so on. So I knew I wasn't going to see them again. They also, I, I, I felt there was no vibe. There was no connection. But I'm still going to pay because that's just the way I was brought up. You know, I am, I'm originally from Mississippi. We got Southern hospitality, you know. I'm a country Southern boy. town. <laughs> I'm going to be a gentleman. How, how do you feel about this? You know, I feel like I've always paid for myself on that first date because it takes the pressure off. Um, it's just a cool way to get to know someone and there's no pressure about, oh, she just wanted me for a free food or a free meal. And <clears throat> I mean, what's a few bucks, you know, and if you really want to spend time with that person again, then you can plan a date. And um, even in future dates, I've always either paid the tip or brought up the dessert. I don't feel like he yeah. always has to pay for everything just because he thinks I'm cute and wants to get to know me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That's a good that's point. Good. I, I did have one woman pay for the dinner one night and I told her, well, I'm going to get the bottles after then when we go to the liquor store. I'm, I'll pay for the Jameson, whatever. Yeah. So, or I'll leave the tip. And so it's a good, that's a nice even trade off. I agree with that. One woman did it, did say that they don't want to mm -hmm. feel like they owe anybody anything. Yeah. I don't I heard that too. How do you get to that, though? I mean, it's just a dinner. You know, it's just a date. I feel like let the guy be a gentleman. Why Why do you feel like you'd owe him something if, even if, especially if you don't even plan on seeing him again, you know? 
So, you know, there is that pressure out there where a lot of women feel like, oh, if he pays for me, then I owe him something sexually or after this that, date. That's, yep, that's what I was just going to say. Uh, but I get that. I do, but that's kind of unfair to men. Like, all right, so me and Bryson, like, we're, we're gentlemen. We want to do that, like, because that's like a traditional thing that we were raised. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of unfair to us because of like past trauma to you guys. And I, I get it. Everyone's got a past, but you shouldn't like give us shit because we're just trying to do a good thing. So I feel like, I've literally gotten like talked down to because of that. I feel like there's other ways you can be chivalrous. If you have a professional woman, that's more of an equalist. You can pull out her yeah. chair. You can walk her to her car. There's other ways that you can be a gentleman. If she is very persistent about paying for her half of the bill. True. Very true. See, I do all that though. See, I'd feel like she's not interested. If she's very persistent about, no, I'm paying for my part, I feel like she's not interested. Not That'd pretty much be my sign. She's not trying to see me again. Yeah, that's, that's also true. I could see yeah, that. So. But at the same point, I think that when you have a woman that carries her weight and she makes a lot of money, she's educated, she's not worried about you picking up the tab on that first date. Maybe subsequent dates she would be comfortable um, but that pressure really is alleviated so you can go home with a clear mind and think, do I really want to see this gentleman again or not? Okay. Makes sense. All right. I got you. So how long have you been married for Miss Seda? Oh my goodness. So I started dating my husband when we were 15 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like my first and only serious Aww, boyfriend. That's cute. <laughs> Relationship. That's cute for real. Yes, he is the love of my life. He's adorable. And then we got married. Okay, so I'm Middle Eastern, right? So he was very receptive to my tradition and my culture. So we got mm. legally married when we were 20 years old. Wow. And that allowed us okay. to be fully committed, if you get what I'm saying, in the most ladylike manner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you know what I'm if saying. You know what I'm saying. And then we actually, <laughs> by American terms, moved in and combined our lives a few years after that. So we've been married legally um, um, 11 years in June. That's awesome. Yeah. And how, how old are you? How old am I? Oof. Oof. Yeah, that'll, can I ask you how old you are? You're not supposed to ask a lady how old she is. <laughs> oh, that's why I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. So much for being You dance around it. You don't just straight up ask. I mean, you look, I mean, you look in your mid-20s. I mean, if that, if that's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't mind. I own my age. Um, I'm 31 years old. I was gonna say if you oh, just did the okay. math, bro. She, they married when they're twenty, the eleven years. <laughs> Louis oh, is like calculating. So we just did that. Uh, whatever, I, it's I, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, I'm the one who asks the fucked up question, but all right, <laughs> you go for it. <laughs> I know I, I followed you on um on social media for a long time, and you make you have some funny ass posts, by the way. I think you know that though. <laughs> so um, I feel like um. When I found out, I forget when you even mentioned you were married and or mentioned that you had a kid also, because I was like, wow, she never posts anything. So you're very private and everything about your life. But what made you feel like, okay, it's okay to let this type of stuff out now or open up a little bit more about your relationship publicly? Yeah. So um, before I was Peachy the Vibe, I was JMU Swanky. (laughs) um, And I had a- Hold on, what? It was JMU Swanky back in the day. James Madison Andy University. Swanky. Yep. I had um okay, that sounds like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pimping all over. <laughs> um I had a massive 
following. And this is at the brink of when social media influencers were starting to become a thing, right? Yeah. So I had, I mean, this is 2010. So that's when YouTube was just popping off. You, um, Instagram just became a oh, thing. Yeah. And I had a ton of followers. But at the <clears> same <throat> point, I didn't know who was following me. I got weird messages. Guys are not always gentlemen online. Um, and Oh, that's a nice way to put it. You know, it. they're not. You get a lot <laughs> that of that is a nice way to put it. Unsolicited attention, if you get what I'm saying. Ooh, okay. You know, and oh, we do. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we do. And then that coupled with my husband's career, and you know, ISIS was big, OPSEC was big, and so we yeah. got the whole briefing about keeping it pretty much on the low, especially because my profile was so public. I had over 125,000 followers. Jesus. Damn. And I'm in an interracial relationship, right? So I'm Middle Eastern, but my husband is biracial. And so when you bring in those intricacies of who we're attracting, we decided to keep our profile pretty low so that we weren't target yeah. of the ISIS or OPSEC. Okay. That's smart. And then, unfortunately, true, but smart. You know, I did have my close friend's story, and Bryce, you made it to it eventually when I, when I, you know, kind of felt you out. And I said, okay, you know, I, he is who he says he is. He's a nice person. I never made a move at her. He did not. See, I was, just, I was a cool dude. Yep. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. That's what's up. See, take your time, fellas. You don't have to be assholes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, okay, hold on there, because some some women like that shit in the podcast we've heard before. Come on, some of them like what? that. I, I being assholes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, some women yeah. do like that. It's true. I think it's retarded. And I'm, I'm sorry if that word's not like okay now, but I'm just saying. In what regard? Stupid as hell. Like, I wasn't thought. Well, like, oh, so you didn't? All right, so there was we did a podcast where we asked like a group of women. There was like four of them, right? And out of the four women. Two of them were straight up like, oh, well, we like the guys who are, are assholes to us, like that are like that are rude and mm-hmm. it, it, like to them mm-hmm. to like essentially get them. Like if if I was like just an example, I'm approaching you, the way I would approach you is I'd be a gentleman about it and be nice and compliment you. The, I have a couple of friends that it's literally a 180. They'll they'll like get to know you and then insult you and then continue to like go back and forth with like joking around and kind of insulting you and yeah. being like an asshole and then that's how they would like. I don't know. It's like a, like yo-yo your emotions in some way, and then that's how they. It's it's just stupid. That sounds yeah. You're smiling. Narcissistic. You're, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not you. That, that does sound narcissistic. Like I said, I yeah. You you know who you're talking about. Well, you but, know um, the yes. reason was one of the reasons for it though is because they feel like as long as they know that he's an asshole, they don't have to set themselves up for thinking this is going to yes. be something great. That's true. They expect they can expect him to fuck up. Well, with a nice guy, they feel like they're caught off guard because, oh, he was so great. I never thought he would cheat on me. But with the bad guy, they expecting him to cheat on him. Yeah, but the fucked up part is what turns a, a good guy bad is by, like, not giving him the basic things he's asking for. That's why he, that's why he gets to the point where he's like, fuck this. I'm all just being an asshole. I've lost count how many guys I've talked to that literally have told me that. They were like, I was great to this one girl. I gave her what she needed. She treated me like I was someone else, so I just said, fuck it, and turned into an asshole. I lost count. I'm not even joking. Mm. Like, literally, I just talked to two guys literally yesterday about this. Uh, they were just, they had this one girl, they were happy with her, gave her what she wanted, turned around, went for an asshole. Now they're like, fuck that. So have you ever heard that quote where it's kind of like, you are who you hang out with? 
I think that yes. is that type yeah. of energy. That's why I've dumped a lot of people. So if you have a high value <laughs> woman, up. she's obviously going to want to attract a high value man and vice versa. Yeah. So if you have a toxic individual, maybe their comfort zone is the toxic zone, but at least they're not yeah. messing up with, you know, healthy minded people with boundaries. Mm-hmm. That was also one of the girls too. She straight up was like, I like toxic guys. Oh, what the fuck? What is, <laughs> why? Why? My God, why? But whatever. Hey, it's each his own. It's what you like. You know, you like fucking running uphill. Like, that's up to okay, you. so I have a question for I, you guys then. I don't mean to make this the right, PT what, show. <laughs> oh, fuck no, no, that. We, Go right ahead. We, we love we, questions. We, okay. we invite Go ahead. So, Go ahead. Um, <laughs> how would you guys define a high value woman? <clears throat> Bryson, you go first. No, you go first. Oh man, you just you love fucking throwing <laughs> me in the boat. All right. So the way I like a high value woman is honestly, don't get me wrong. Like while I'm in a relationship, I want to be like part of your life as much as possible because it just makes sense. I don't need a woman, but I want to be wanted. So a high value woman is one that honestly can stand on her own, but isn't afraid to be like, I need help. And like since I'm a dad, I want you to be a good mom. Because that I don't care how hot you are or how cool you are. If you're a bad mom, you're out the door. I don't care. That's just gone. So pretty much just to make it like a short, not like a 40-minute description. She has to be independent, but not be afraid to be like, I want your to help me with stuff. But then like be good in other aspects in her life. You know, and and honestly, and to have drive. Like I, that's one thing. Like I literally stopped talking to some people because like I, I want to continue to grow. I don't want to just stay stagnant in one point. So it's, and like have a good sense of humor too. Like I'm sorry, that, that's just you have to. That's just a couple of key points for me. I could go oh, on yeah. and on and on about it. Okay, gotta but that's just for me. Yeah, yeah, gotta, gotta make me laugh for real. I don't. I am I'll be goofy honest, as fuck. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I don't. I don't think my wife has the greatest sense of humor. She doesn't laugh at a lot of my jokes. I think I'm I love very her. Funny. She's awesome. <laughs> but um. I, what I think, a big thing I think makes a high value woman is caring about her, her, um, her self worth. Oh, yeah, definitely. So her self worth, and I, I mean that in a way of sexually, like knowing that I have a woman that hasn't been giving herself out to everybody, as if yeah, yeah, true. you know, you can have it, you can have it, you can have it. I, I love knowing that my woman has not been around the block and. I'm one of the very few that she has. Yeah, for real. No, I'm one of the very few that she has chosen to lay down with and, oh, and yeah, give herself to, and that's 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 a really big thing to me. And also, one other thing you touched on, Lewis, too the the seeing a woman and knowing that she can be a mom. She yeah. she can hold down the household. She can stand on her own. Yeah, she can take care of kids. She she has that in her. So that's a big. Thing. Those are yeah. Those are two. The sex thing is really my one of my biggest things. Just knowing that oh, she cares about herself yes. enough that she is choosy with who she's going to allow her inside. Yeah. Of her. Okay, so a lady so. in the Oof. street. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lady in the street, yep. freak in the sheets. You gotta, you gotta finish that. You can't just do half of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate the question though. Well, she could be a freak in the streets with me. I'm down with that. You know, just yeah, my I'm freak. not like everyone else. Not everybody else's though. Yeah. But being married 11 years, which you have, I've been, I know Lewis has been with his, he was with his wife for around 11, 12 years. 13. I was married for 10. You for 11. You've been married for 11, right? As you said. 
So as far as keeping the spark alive, how can couples keep their relationship exciting and fresh after being with each other for so many years? Or what are some, what are some things you guys do specifically that help you keep that spark alive? You want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, I'm, talk, I'm talking oh, to you. Okay, Lewis is like, I'm ready. Oh, no, 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 trust me. We, we know about we've each gone other through it. Yeah, we've gone through it. <laughs> okay. Um, I definitely think that keeping your appearance up, maintaining who you are, um, those are, you know, key to me. Bryce, you know, I go through different hairstyles, through different hair colors, makeup trends. Yeah. Um, I try to keep myself up because I want to remain the same chick that he fell in love with. I got a quote, um, Destiny's Child there, right? But I really, <laughs> I take that lyric to heart because I, I don't want him to get bored of me. So I think it starts with me maintaining myself. And, you know, I, I go through different hairstyles. I love dyeing my hair. I don't know if he appreciates it as much as I think that, you know, he does. I would trust because he's always like, he I love you just as you are. And even if I'm at home, I always put on the cute Fashion Nova outfits. You know, there are days where I go in a comfort zone, but for the most part, I want to look the best that I can for him. I want to look better at home That's cool. than I do outside because he sees me all the time. And I just don't want him to ever look at me and say, man, this is not what I signed up for. See that that's good. I like that. That's good. I do I like, like that. that. He's yeah. a man with an appetite. So I just want to make sure I satisfy what he signed up for. I don't ever get too complacent or comfortable. Um, I just had a child, so I gained a ton of baby weight. I made sure I lost it and that's just important to me for who I am. Um and then besides that, I try to you know do fun dates uh, we play board games we go try new foods i keep him busy i keep him on his toes i sign him up for things he doesn't know that i signed him up for like road trips i'm like pack your bags because tomorrow we're going to charleston <laughs> and he's just he's such a rider he is uh, that's, that's so cool positive. That's like he's that. like that okay spontaneous yes, i like absolutely. that absolutely what do you guys do um Oh, I want to say, though, I like that you said it's important. You feel like it's important to keep yourself up because I feel like a lot of women will get feel like, well, I just had this baby and that's it. Like they they let it go and they don't care because they feel like, you know, I yeah, got to let go. It's right. I had the baby. I and, I and I as a guy, I do understand that. But shouldn't you care as a woman enough to be like, OK, I still need to make I still want to be attracted to me. So, yeah, let me do something. Let me try at least. And I feel like I feel like a lot of women don't do that. So I, I was, I appreciated hearing that from you. Yeah. You know, and everyone's, right, so everyone's health is so different. Um, some women mm -hmm. recover much easier. Some women get postpartum <clears throat> depression. Um, a lot of women just aren't in that mindset to exercise or hit the gym or put on some makeup. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a huge life change, but I think if you prioritize yourself in a manner, um, then you'll save your marriage. One thing that I was always told by one of my religious leaders is that if you have yourself, your husband and your kids, you should always put yourself first because if you are not taking care of yourself, you will not be able yeah. to support it's your true. family. Kind of like that put your mask on first situation in the airplane, you know, you have to take care of yourself mm -hmm. first. Yeah. Because if you're not mentally ready, everything else is just going to be like a sidestep and it's you're not going to be fully focused. They, they, they teach us the same shit in the military. Exactly. Same exact thing. And you can apply that to pretty much anything. Yep. I like it. I like it. 
Lewis. All right, for me, I I can't like I I don't know. All right, so I feel like I can give some advice, but not really. I will. Right, so I've been divorced for seven years now. So as much as like yeah, I can give some advice. I actually caught my ex wife having an affair. So to a point, I'm like shit. I don't know. Like everything I did still didn't work out to my favor. So I, I I don't I don't know. I honestly, Lily, what you said, I tried it all, and it did work out. But then it still ended up in a shitty place so i don't know like do i give good advice from what from my point of view yeah i do i feel like a lot of my friends a lot of my listeners like literally say that they enjoy the show and like when i talk to them separately but as far as that i just the number one thing i would say just don't get don't get complacent because as you get older you grow like you're gonna change so it's it's not a good thing to get comfortable because like for me i just i always made it a plan a point to like make sure that she she knew I loved her. And like, I knew that I, I loved what we had Do I a little sour on it. Yeah. But am I an envious person when someone's happy? Fuck no. I, I want my friends and like family to be happy just because I went through some shit. I'm not going to like try and make it different. And I will say recently, like even Bryson gave me shit the last uh, podcast recently, I actually changed my ways, you know, lack of a better term where for a while I was like, fuck that. I am. I'm going to be single. I'm not dealing with none of this shit. It's just not worth the the pain. And then I started talking to someone and she gave me a different outlook on stuff. So, you know, that's just how I am right now. But for, as far as like advice, just don't get main thing. I'll just say, just don't get like complacent and just, you know, keep try to keep shit new. Yeah. So that's what I look at. I it. just yeah, have no to way. say, I'm really sorry to hear that because you seem like a great guy. But at the same point, Appreciate that. when a person cheats, it has nothing to do with their partner. It has everything to do with themselves and the decisions that they make. Yeah. So you can't harp on yourself and say that, well, I, I was such a great husband. I believe that. Clearly, you weren't a problem in that equation. No. So you had to lose the dead weight. Well, no, it, it, well, all right. So here's the thing, too, is like if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have been able, I wouldn't have been able to like experience all the cool shit that I've been experiencing in the past, like eight years i would have met bryson i want to join the army i would have then opened up my own business like there was a lot of stuff that happened because of that so when it did happen and people were like oh lewis everything happens for a reason at the time i was like what the fuck kind of reason is this but now that i'm like in the future and i'm like yeah all right more level-headed now i get it it's it's true but a lot of good things really did happen because of that one bad thing there is no catalyst like pain Oh my God! Yeah, Man. catalyst pain will give you a sweet kick in the ass. God damn. Yeah, <clears throat> that's, I mean, the, um, that's like the best way I've ever heard it fucking put. That's great. I like that. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, as far as keeping spark alive, I, I I believe complacency is a killer. Yeah, don't yeah don't become complacent. I've been trying to. I'm on I'm on Julia all the time about that. Don't get comfortable. Do not ever get comfortable. I was married for 10 years. I got comfortable at a point. She got comfortable at a point. And we stopped communicating and things just started breaking down from there. So I'm on her all the time. Don't get comfortable. Do not ever let me get comfortable. Come to me with shit all the time. So definitely don't get complacent. But I have learned I learned from a lot of mistakes I made in my marriage because, I mean, I was a mistake in my marriage the first marriage um <laughs> but i and I, I but i don't mind owning that it made me who i am now it made i am the best husband ever right now because of the horrible husband i was then horrible is a harsh that word because harsh. i'm i'm acting like it's all my fault 
it's it's not all my fault. I, it takes two to tango, but um, God, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but um, so shit, I really lost my train of thought. What are you saying that <laughs> is different that you've learned from your past and now you're implementing? Yeah, like, what have you noticed? Yeah. My attention. I I am. I give her a lot of attention. I say yes more than I say no. And that's just on little things and big things like just take out the trash or can you wash these dishes before bed or anything? I was always like, no, I get it later. No, not right now. Now it's just like, yes, I'll take care of it. honey. Yes, I'm on it, honey. Yes, I'll wash the clothes. I, I got I'll fold Aww. it. It's just because I know that those, those just like I know those all those no's built up to so much bad in my relationship. All these yeses she's noticing it and she realizes like i'm the guy that always that says her yes all the time and all the other guys have always told me no yeah so that's the person i'm trying to be for her um <clears throat> communicating everything i talk to her about everything she never yep. has to think about how i feel about it because i always tell her and i and i always tell her if you are ever confused about my thoughts my heart my love for you ask me i'm gonna tell you and I mean, Lewis is kind of over half ever heard one of those conversations one time. Yeah. But, Put on the headphone. I was like, oh shit, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was right before a show. But if she has a if she she has sometimes she's wor she worries, and I don't know if it was because of her 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 stress in her personal life or whatever, but I told her if you got a question for me and you wondering about me stepping out on you or anything, you need to come talk to me and I'll let you know where I'm at. Yeah. I bro. got just ask, because, I'll tell you. Yeah, I loved somebody deeply be before, but my love for you, Julia, is a whole other thing. Like, it is just, it's different. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but it, 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 it oh. is just, it's something different. The way I feel about that woman, she has no idea. I don't think she'll ever understand it, but all that. All that love I have for her is just different from what I did before because I got to a point where I stopped showing my love and that was on me, you know. And as much as um, she lost communication with me also, I feel like I still feel like, well, I could have done more. I could have I could have pressed harder for a conversation. I could have pressed harder to tell her how I feel because I know I didn't. And sometimes. And she had a little attitude too, so I would sometimes do when I what I know is one of the worst things to do is withhold sex. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I don't want to. That's sex a weapon, because, man. Yes, you're make because she was pissing me off. I'm like, and she didn't later on. She want to act like everything's good. Can we do something? And I'm like, no, I'm pissed off. I don't want to do anything. But I now know how much effect that has on a relationship and especially a marriage. So those are the things I've brought into this marriage now that are no longer a part of me i'm a great guy now <laughs> i think she knows it smooth motherfucker <laughs> smooth operator <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> what do you guys think about um hold on oh i was gonna ask something i don't know if it's too much information to give uh what does y'all think about love languages? i got one do you think it holds any merit in a relationship at all? Is it an important Wait, what? thing to know? Love languages. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's really good to know, like, your partner's, like, main love language. Like, I think I, Julia's it, finally tapping into what mine is. 
and it's making things just grabbing your ass, <laughs> kissing your body. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of, I, I like. I, I would love it if sometimes when I'm just washing dishes or doing anything, yeah, I just come we... by and smack my ass. I don't know. I, I like it. You know, tells me she's interested. Lewis is like, let me tell you. <laughs> what are you into? <laughs> no, me? Oh, I'm, no, you, no, if he, you he haven't heard that, you need to me. listen to the previous. You got to listen to the previous. I am, out of the two of us, I'm the freak. He's 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 not uh, not a freak, but I'm definitely the freak. I'm, I am I'm into just a tamed on the podcast. I'm not going to go that oh, way. Oh, I am a fr- I'm a free fucking bird. <laughs> the blood is rushing to his I am free. <laughs> yeah, when I talk about like I I don't like I'm not nervous. I'm very open book with a lot of things. Like there's really not no topic that I'm not afraid to talk about. Like I've actually gotten a lot of shit like when I've been on a date and like sex comes up, I'll just continue the conversation because we're like if, just a little topic on it. Um, like when someone talks about sex and like how they perceive it actually shows how comfortable they are about themselves. So that's why I actually enjoy talking about it because I get to see like their inner self. And if they're all like nervous about it, it's like, eh, I'm not nervous about talking about it, but Julia is. Bryce is like, (laughs) my mom listens to this podcast. (laughs) No, she doesn't listen. But if she did, she'd probably, she'd be shaking her fucking head. This is episode (laughs) what? 21, (laughs) 21, 21. Yeah. We're illegal. We're old enough to drink. Right. I think that love languages are extremely important, but at the same point, you can't really stovepipe yourself into saying, "Oh, this is my partner's primary love language. So this is the only type of affection I'm going to show them." I think it's important to still, yeah. you know, like implement the other four love mm. languages in, in a balance and moderation, while taking account for, okay, my husband you know, needs that act of service. So I'm going to display servitude, but you should still get small little gifts and trinkets. Um, I'm a big believer of you still have to court your spouse. You still have to date your spouse. Yes. Yes. I'm yep. Definitely. It doesn't matter if you got them. Right. You know, send a little spicy picture, send a spicy text message. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Anything that you did in that dating phase, you have to keep maintaining that even if you're married to I still yes, do that. Yes. When I'm at the that gym, thrill. I always send Julia shirtless pic after my workout. You know, <laughs> she, I used you know, to. She sends back a little smirk. I used to do it more often, but um, I sent something and it came up on my husband's Apple. No shit. He's like, oh, <laughs> look at the time. He's like, Thank you, goodness gracious. So learned my lesson. But yeah. De- definitely oh, though shit. like that that's a big thing I, I i definitely push that that's how i am too for real yeah yeah i'm I'm here in indiana for two it's weeks boring. it would be nice to get a little open up in the morning and be like oh okay but i know Ooh. that's not gonna happen especially right now she's four and a half months pregnant yeah she's prego she doesn't think she's beautiful so oh and i you know i tell her 24 7 she's still she's on that she's day. a sweetheart i love julia she's so sweet yep yep so um, we've all been married. So what do you guys think about the future of marriage? How the institution of marriage is evolving? Oh, How might it look years from now? You know, we got 50% divorce rate. and I think it's higher than that now. I think it's like it's 70s. Oh Pretty sure it's in the 70s. The last time I heard it's it was in there. the 70s. Well, the, the, the younger generation, man, like, all right, so. Social media has like, and I hate to make my sound myself sound like I'm some fifty year old. Like, oh my god, <laughs> social media! 
but it you know the social media like it's made it so easy to like just it, like it's caused the cinderella effect and what people if people don't know what that is it's it's like for lack of a better term you could look out the window and see someone else's life and then compare your life to theirs and be like oh well you know they so and so's life's better and you know and but that rather than just trying to be like all right well let's try to figure stuff out like let's see what the main problem is rather than be like oh fuck this i don't want to deal with this shit no more and just move on to the next so as far as like someone getting married, I, I don't think it's going to get any better by no means. If anything, I think I feel like we'll probably just plateau at one point and then maybe start to rise. But I I don't know, man. I, I speak to a lot of like younger generation, like 20s, mm-hmm. and a lot of them all have the same thing like marriage. No. Yeah, like, they're, they're afraid to be in a relationship. Never mind like the actual like marriage, which is kind of sad to be honest. But, you know, to each his own, I guess. Yeah, I think it's. I think we're headed that route. I think yeah. less and less people are wanting to get married. They're, I mean, like I was listening to the whatever podcast the other day, and they were speaking how it, it really is no benefit in a man to marry. Like they have everything to lose getting married. Yep. And yep. being that I've been married, and my paychecks don't look the same anymore. And I, I agree. Nope. <laughs> it, nope. But at the same time, I I still fell in love again. I didn't want that to. I didn't want that to dictate who whether or not I could find that sort of love again and have that type of bond with somebody. So I did it anyway because I know this person is not that person. But I don't think a lot of this generation is looking to get married for those reasons and other reasons. Like, there are a lot of options, too, now. I mean, the the Internet's like a fucking buffet. You know, there's always somebody out there that looks better than yours. And a lot of people today, they do care a lot about looks. They're not thinking about that personality and shit. That What's going to matter after they lose the looks you know yeah because looks don't stick around forever personality will always be personality it's mm-hmm. it's literally why like don't get me wrong do i is do i obviously i want to find you attractive but like at the end of the day as as like the relationship progresses it, it the part that's going to make me most attractive to you is because you're my best friend and at that point i'm just i can't keep my hands off you not because well i don't know i, I can't lie you get a big booty i'm that's you know, <laughs> i can't lie about that <laughs> <laughs> it's just i i fell in love with that too it just went with the with the package but no like honestly personality is like the main thing like if you have a great personality and like you're just fun to be around that's what's going to end up keeping me because true, if it's just true. like a physical thing soon as physical soon as like your physique fades then i'm out but i'm i'm not saying that's me i'm just saying that that's what i was based on for most people yeah i know my yeah. my wife doesn't portray the phys- physicals that i'm used to being attracted to at all yeah so i'm definitely here for the right reasons <laughs> i mean she's you know my i think she's gorgeous she's beautiful but she is a different body type than what i typically go for being that she's very thin um but yeah i was just throwing it out there on top of your statement she's so sweet <laughs> but, i fucking i love his wife she's such a sweetheart say that yeah she seems great and congratulations on the baby by the way <laughs> thank you so i have a different opinion because this is something i've been thinking about as well in conjunction nice. with like different you know social media <laughs> i think that another problem is a lot of people are going away from scripture so there's a lot of gender fluidity you can identify as what you want people treat you in accordance with that women are working some women are making more money than their partner women are excelling right and so that takes away from gender roles a lot of people are yeah. not comfortable with gender roles. I think 
personally, and, and I might get attacked for this, I think there's something innate, <laughs> something spiritual, and something just absolutely sexy about gender roles. So an example is servitude. Yes, I agree with that. I love to serve my husband. I love to make his plate. I like to massage his feet. I give him facials. I make him see. Oh, see, I kind of like that. I won't lie. I like that. I make him happy, <laughs> but at the same point, he's my protector, you know? Oh, I like that. He, he's very manly. He's very masculine. And that brings a lot of balance of divine masculine and feminine energy to our relationship. And it balances us out. I'm hyper feminine. He's hyper masculine. And it's a good time. But when you look at relationships and dating, everybody is too scared to just be feminine and be soft and be submissive. And then guys are all macho and they're hyper masculine. But then you have too much masculine energy where you have this female feeling like she has to go hard. The male is going hard. And I think that takes away from attraction at some point. I like that. That's a good point. I like it. Because if he wanted to date somebody hyper masculine, he would date a man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before I make my statement, I want to say I've seen some of the stuff Sailor be cooking up over there and she be throwing it down for this man. (laughs) (laughs) Be throwing it down. They do say Uh, a man, a way to a man's heart is through stomach. stomach. I've heard that many times. Absolutely. And I yeah, I truly I, love cooking for him. I love just even asking him if he wants a cold glass of water with ice cubes because there is something to be said about how safe I feel when he's home. When he's not home, I'm on edge. I'm listening. I'm checking to see who's at the door. I want to see and make sure all the doors are... He's your protector. He's protector. Sweet. And so yeah. the very least I could do is offer this man something to drink. The very least. Just... By his presence, feeling safe, <laughs> protected. It's sexy. I'm like, I will massage yeah. your feet. It's just my guard is lower. My blood pressure is lower. My heart rate is lower. Everything. Just just by him being here. I like that you say gender roles are sexy. Because I make this comment before and people think that I'm making a sexist statement. But I think, I've told you before too, Lewis. I love, when I see a woman folding some clothes. Washing some dishes. Cooking for, it's dinner. the dishes, dude. And for bro, me, I don't know I what just, it is. I, the dishes? Because I walk up and smack her ass. I, I don't and know she's what like, it I'm is, trying dude. to wash I, dishes like here, but I'm like, girl, you are so sexy flipping them burgers yeah, right now. I will say that that Throwing is that one hot thing for me, too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Butter that bread, baby. It, it, man, it turns me on. I'm, can we go to the room real quick? You know, she's not down. But, you know, eh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I will say. I, they, I, I, it's funny because yes i agree with that there's just something weird about it but yes it's like an internal like oh my god yeah <laughs> I, I feel good to hear a woman say it because when i say it i'm an asshole you know it, it's the same as when so. he takes out the toolkit and he has these big power tools and he's drilling stuff in the wall and i'm just admiring him because god yep. forbid somebody give me a power tool uh me and the power tool are going <laughs> through the wall <laughs> Yeah, you see it like fucking. It goes into the wall and say so just like <laughs> around it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I've been told that too. Like, there's been times like because I own my own shop for a while, and there's been times that women are like, oh, I just like watching you work on cars. And so I get that. I definitely mm-hmm. get that. I think my my woman just likes me in the gym. That's she just likes, she likes. Put, I pick things up, I put them down. One of those. Yeah, she likes the. She likes what the gym creates, but the time I spend there, she doesn't like. 
You know, I well, I immediately had to cut my time down our first few months together because she's like, you're yeah. in there five days a week for two to three hours. Well, how do you think I got it? <laughs> like, this is how I got here. This is something I know you like about me. Like, yeah, but can you tone it down? So I toned it down. That's that goes back to another thing too. Earlier, when you asked me what have I changed, mm-hmm. I listen now more and try to compromise to make things better because I never would compromise. My ex-wife, I was still going to go to the gym five, six days a week, two to three hours at a time. Now I'm like, okay, if my, my woman's not liking this, let me find a way around it. So I, now I go three days a week, full body, one and one hour, 15 minutes-ish. So I still got the same amount of volume, but I toned down the days. But that's something now, Every t- anytime something bothers her, I always try to come back with a compromise. And I never did that before. Compromising wasn't in my dictionary. You know, compromises <clears throat> are important. But another thing I just thought about, so my grandparents were married for 60 years before my grandmother passed away. And I asked her what her secret sauce was. I said, how are you still with grandpa? My grandpa is a hard ass Air Force vet, you know, he does not play. And she said, you have to give your man space to be a man. She said physical space. And I took that to heart. So my husband, he has a man cave and he can disappear in a man cave whenever he needs a break from me because I'm always go, go, go. I want to chat about this. I want to talk about that. I want to eat this. And sometimes it's just too much stimulation for a man, right? So he has this man cave. I'm actually sitting in it right now. I don't ever come down here. This is his safe space. If he comes down, I know not to bother him. And before I come down here, if I need something, I knock on the door and I say, hey, is it cool if I come down? And I think giving your spouse that physical space to miss you is also really important because females, we always want to cuddle. We want to snuggle. We want to talk about this, that. It's nonstop, right? It's just like, go, go, go. I'm so Mm. glad you're here. I'm going to smother you with my love. And for a man, it's it's too, you guys are laughing because you know it's true. And it's like, I I just love what you said it. You never get sick of your husband, but for men, it's different. They get stimulated very yeah. easily. And so you, I think it is important to give your husband or your spouse some space away from you to be a man, decompress, mellow out. See, that's the thing. I love the fucking thought of a man cave. My man cave, honestly, would be like, guess what? The the garage. That's my man cave. But like, it all depends on the guy. Like, I'm a, I'm a true car guy. So anywhere I could just be like, sit with my car, that's fine. But I do have a question for you. Do you have like a getaway for yourself? Because I we do have women listeners, actually more than men right now. So like, do you have like a woman cave or whatever the woman shed? Well, I don't know what the <laughs> hell you call it, but it just <laughs> just for lack of a better term. Yeah. So um, I used to have a she shed, and I would do like a lot of crafting there and stuff. But after like we that. moved to the city, you know, we have less space, and now I just found yeah. with two kids, a husband, a busy life. For me, I just like to get out of the house. So I go get my nails done. I go hang out with the girls. I like to just get out and recharge that way. And it's really funny, right? Because I said, I like to go see other people. I like to go hang out with my girlfriends. I like to go get my nails done. Whereas my husband is complete isolation. He wants to be down in his man cave by himself, playing video games, headphones, all that shebang. It's just how women and men are different. Yeah. Like sometimes I like to go to my, like chill at my buddy's house, but like the buddy I go to, it's literally just me and him and his man cave. Just literally, that's what it is. We, we'll just sit there. We'll just literally talk shit. 
play video games or we'll just Fart work around. on one of his cars. Like <laughs> that's really much, that's pretty much it. But yeah, it's for the most part. Yeah. It's, that's literally how it is. Most guys, man caves. It's literally just like they're like fortress of solitude. That's it. Same here. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with just hanging out with one or two friends and we can sit at the house. Yeah. We can go have, get grab some a beer, grab a beer. Yeah, Lewis, we'll a just beer. go grab a beer. We'll hit Chili's because that's our that's like our thing. To that's do. our spot. Yeah. We go to Yo, what's Chili's. up? What you do? You go to Chili's? Grab a beer. What do you guys get from Chili's? <laughs> I don't know. It just depends what we feel like. He normally gets the gets whatever is the highest calorie item on the menu. Me, I'm a fat ass. I love um, <laughs> he can stuff it away. Me, the skinniest fat guy you ever I met. Love it. I typically try to get something that's not as high highly caloric as him because I don't want to overeat. So. Normally there's salmon. No such thing. Oh, well, there is a such thing. If, if we go to the, outlet, like Texas Roadhouse, salmon. Damn it, man! I haven't been in a while. I gotta go. I got salmon last night. Yeah. I get the best salmon. Okay, so catch you guys at Chili's. That's your decompressed. Pretty moment. much, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's our spot. That's well, it, yeah, that yeah, that's our spot. Yeah, we go. We like. We've that. been trying to go to other places, but <laughs> usually we'll go to the other place and be like, "Fuck, we should have went." Let's go back to Chili's. You know, <laughs> we went. We, we tried Applebee's. And we went back to Chili's. And then we went to Smoky Bones. Went back to Chili's. That's so funny. So, Do you live in Massachusetts as I'm, well? Right? Uh, I live in Rhode Island. But I am yeah. I work in Massachusetts. I'm like right on the border of, of Mass. So gotcha. I still not far from say I live in Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. We're like an hour from each other. But I'm, I'll still make the trip to go see him. To go to Chili's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, yeah, pretty much. Well, we, we do it mostly on drill. If it's a drill weekend... We might go there after Saturday or Sunday drill. Yeah, we usually do. So that's how we do it. If we if he's driving all the way down though, we try to pick out a nicer spot to go for Friday or Saturday night. I don't I don't mind driving though. I enjoy the ride. Like I, I I'm the car guy. I love driving my car. So okay. I don't like well, I, I see this bromance. Hmm. That's what this is. Very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We I try to hold are. his hand, but he gets mad, yeah. you know. Next time just uh, slap his ass. Don't hold my hand. <laughs> Nada. Well, he he hugged me after, after me and my wife. Got yeah, that's right. I hugged it, was, him. it was weird. I told like, him. Like, don't bro, even hug my dad. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's me what I, thought, I don't even hug my dad, bro. Why are you hugging me? Only I person that. I, I like, hugged, give, me, give me a hug. Uh, he, that's what he said. He's like, I don't even hug my dad. I was like, shut up and give me a hug, dad. Damn it. I've hugged my dad one time. It's when I think it's when I came back from. Uh, it might have been before I left for basic training or after. And I think that's the only time I hugged my mom too. I don't really hug my. I just don't hugging family members. Is weird for me. I can hug my children and my wife all day. Okay, so Bryce, but hugging a family member is your love language is a physical touch. It is. Wow. Okay, so the reason why I asked is a lot of people say, or analysts say, that your primary love language is what you're missing as a child. Well, oh, am I missing okay, it though yeah. if I'm not seeking it? <laughs> it's just. Well, no, because it's based off what you didn't get when you exactly. were little. What's yours, Lewis? Because that makes sense, bro. Because, well, mine's definitely love language. Because, so, I like, my, my parents are from Portugal. Like, my mom was, like, she she is loving, but she wasn't, like, physically. And my father, hell no. He was not even close to physical loving. He would barely even tell me he loved me. Not to be like, oh, you know, it is what it is. I, they both owned a, um, a restaurant. So, like, they worked all the time. So, I was pretty much raised by my three older sisters. And as much as they were loving, like, you know, they were nine, seven, and four years older than me so you know they're kids raising kids essentially right so yeah so i don't know that does make sense but yeah my primary one is definitely love language 
like if if you're if you're my girl i i'm gonna like be hugging you and kissing you and like holding your hand when we like that's just how i am like i'm a physical yeah. person i show my love that, that way through other ways too but if i had to pick the main one that's the main interesting one. so three for three yeah. you know what you kind of making sense because my my wife loves for me to get, she loves love well, words of affirmation okay she got none of that from her parents growing up she always tells yeah. me that so damn you want something look at you yeah. she's smart she done taught us something tonight. she done taught us something that's right yo no shit i bought this in honor of you today peach, peach oh okay. yeah peach <laughs> That's amazing. And I won't I lie, peaches are definitely my favorite fruit. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day. I was like, oh, it's seasons for peaches. I have to go buy some fucking peaches. And then Bryce is like, yo, we're getting this girl and ain't peaches. I'm like, oh, shit, all right, cool. <laughs> that works out. That's awesome. <laughs> now, I know we've talked about this before, but I want to get your take on it, Seda. The um, impact of technology, social media and technology, how that can negatively and positively affect relationships especially in our day and age now, because it's, it's not what it was back then. <laughs> no, it's really popping today. But how you feel like that has an effect on relationships and how you guys handle that pretty well? Um, I think the most important thing is understanding your partner's comfort level with social media and how seriously they take yes. it because everyone's very different. So one thing I learned from my husband is he never appreciated like the heart eye comments. Um, I get under my pictures. So I asked him, what's the big deal? He said, because I'm telling you when a man posts a hard eye emoji, it means I want to fuck. And I, yeah, oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I'm like, <laughs> as a woman, man. I'm like, what do you mean? He's, it's just something innocent. It's a little emoji saying, he, you know, no. and he's like, no, Seda, you are missing the point. So I think understanding. It's called fishing. Right. <laughs> I think understanding those nuances is really important, right? So I do take more social media breaks. I deactivate. I take time away from, you know, screen time. I give him undivided attention. But I do come back to social media for the giggles, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, I of course. I post meaningless, ridiculous, you know, Bryce knows, <laughs> posts. But I, I yeah. still think that's really important for my husband to know my sense of humor and know I'm just kidding. He's on the same page with that. But I think if you don't have that dialogue, it's, it can easily cause a lot of contention and miscommunication yeah. because women and men think so differently. Yes, very. All right, Thank listen, you. I'm glad you said say, that. I got a question for you. Go ahead, Bryce. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You don't go I for remember it. my ex-wife, a guy commented down on her picture, a hand emoji, cucumber, in the splashing water. Oh, now, damn. obviously, you two know what that means. <laughs> I had to tell her what that meant and why that was disrespectful. She eventually went and deleted, but she was so like dumbfounded, like, "Huh? Oblivious what are you talking to about? It. What do you mean? Yeah, so fucking oblivious." But yeah, that's what I thought. I, I thought about that when you said the heart emoji under the, under the uh, no. picture, like. And all right, so I think, did, what, a few months later we were divorced. She didn't love me anyway. Go ahead. Did, all right, so the question I'm going to ask you, Zeta, <laughs> like this is a question that I've bounced around to a bunch of different women, and it's causing some heated fucking conversations. Okay. So what do you think about women having guys as friends? Okay, so I am particularly interested in this topic as well because as a special agent, this is something that I explore and it's really interesting to me how the women and male psychology is so different. So for, as a female, as a woman, as 
an individual, I feel like I can have platonic friendships. There are plenty of guys out there that I'm just like, he is hilarious. I love his presence, his company. He's funny. We have a great time. And I've never thought anything else about it. I've had the same okay. conversation with my husband. And he says that you cannot just be friends with a guy because any guy that is your friend and is giving time and attention to you automatically in his brain is waiting for the day he can pounce. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. though it's oh, it, bro, it's true though it really is. Say that like I'm not I'm like definitely not insulting your intelligence because obviously to get where you are takes a lot of like dedication. But from a guy's point of view, like I, fellas, I'm sorry, guys are fucking dumb. They are dumb. <laughs> like if if you if you dangle a carrot in front of this motherfucker's face, he's gonna <laughs> automatically assume I'm in. The door is cracked. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Is it 100% of them? No, but it's a very small percentage of men that could actually be just friends. To, to most guys that are level-headed, there's two types of men. There's the ones that tried and failed, and there's the ones that are waiting for the door to crack. That's my take on it, and that's and that's literally from like speaking to hundreds of guys being like, fuck yeah, I'm just a friend because I'm trying to get in, bro. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, fellas, if I'm calling you out, but that's true for like, <laughs> and I, I say that because <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck, yes, I am. I definitely am. But it's it's just one of those things where like I'm speaking out for the guys that literally just want like a healthy relationship. By no means that like my next girlfriend, I'm not going to be like, you can't have no guy friends, but I just wanted to be like to have that like level conversation where it's like, being you being friends with that guy makes me uncomfortable because I know what he's thinking. You don't, you're not a guy. You don't think the same way that we do now. Don't get me wrong. I want to meet the guy. And then if he seems cool from there, cool. I'm still going to have my inklings. Cause I'm a guy. I, you don't think like yeah. we do. I don't care if you seem cool or not. <laughs> Bryce is like, nah. fuck that. I peed on a oh, lake no, before she I'm left. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not with it. It, it so like me, I, it made me too uncomfortable. Uh, no, it's true. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there is a group of girls that I call the girls that I've known. The three of them combined over thirty years. But the reason why I actually consider them like actual <clears throat> girls that are friends, one I grew up with because my mom and her mom were friends, and that's how we met. And then the other two are my best friends' wives. So that's why I consider them like girls, but uh, girlfriends. I mean, the, like the other ones, I I don't because it's like. I just don't want it to be a problem. Like, I don't know. That's just the way I look at it. I just moving forward. I could see myself being okay with it because I'd rather I'd value the relationship with, you know, my quote unquote woman more than losing it for something stupid. Unless it was like very like stated, like obviously that guy wants you. Like that's the thing. And here, let me, I'm going to make one thing clear. A lot of the way you can tell if a guy's interested in you is how much he's trying to touch you. Physical touch is a big thing when it comes to men. If a man decides, not decides, if a man is a parent, I'm sorry, let me try to use a better word. If a man is like under the impression that he, it's okay to touch you in like any way, don't get me wrong. You can't, you can't conclude, include sexual because obviously it's okay if you d deem it's okay. But if a, if a man de like determines that it's okay to physically touch you in his head, it's just like a stepping stone towards something. So that's why like a lot of guys that it's like, it all takes like small steps. Some of them will just go straight in for it, grab an ass, give a hug, like whisper, like, 
but my, you look you look at me like that but i have friends <laughs> that are like no fucks given is the best way to describe their approach to women but a lot of women i mean i'm sorry a lot of men they like i don't know for lack of a better term like tiptoe to like get in the inner circle and make comfortable so like that time you get into that fight or like you have like a bad day with your man they're there they're like the, right the cushion pillow you know what i mean and just, just, <laughs> those are the guys that i'm not a fan of because those are the ones that cause problems those are the ones that like cracks and dams that cause you know shit to fail like that's those are the ones that i'm worried about yeah. it's not necessarily like girl that I, like i don't want it to be like because the way i look at it is i'm com- if i'm comfortable enough with you as a woman to be like i want to be in a relationship with you you have more than half of my trust the other the other half is just earned it's not you I don't trust. It's the guys around you I don't trust. Because guys are fucking dicks, bro. I'm sorry. Sorry, fellas. I love you. It takes one to know. No, it's the no, truth, man. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I won't lie. I was a dick at one point, And then I realized yeah. that, fuck that. I can't be like that. I can't. It's not like morally. I can't be like that. Like, it makes me feel bad to, like, even think that I mistreat a woman. Because it's just how I was raised. I got three older sisters. I have, And I grew up with a twin brother. We look nothing alike. That was like a womanizer. Like, and I'm for like the best way to describe him was a womanizer. I just didn't want to be like that. So I just can't be like that. You know, my husband so has brought can't. this topic up before, right? And he says that it's this psychological thing that men do about it's like a territory thing and it's like conquering somebody else's woman. And yes. sometimes it's not yes. even about mm-hmm. like, the attraction there it's not about oh i really want to be with this woman it's about i just simply it's just like a right. goal it's just i want to mark that man's territory and when he explained yep, that to yep. me i found it completely repulsing but i get it men are competitive you guys like to play games it's it's men's psychology so one thing i do to your point about physical touch is i put up a barrier i don't want to exchange any type of energy with a man that's not my husband there is no reason a man should be hugging me putting his arm around me being too close in my bubble and so everybody knows to stay away from me i don't like that exchange and plus it just it really does take away from my energy it doesn't make me feel loved or replenished it almost makes me feel like a piece of steak i'm just like keep your hands to yourself the most i'll do is adapt I'll do the, I'll do the, you know, secret handshake. Do the <laughs> the dab- dab- oh, yeah, shit. Dab- All right. <laughs> so that's about it. Yeah, I, I like that. I respect that. Said, I respect that. I'm, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. Not like, okay. Not all hugs are harmless, but again, it's just, I just wish like sometimes women could actually see life through like a man's eyes. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying through a woman's eyes is, is not harder by no means, I I will definitely say like sometimes it definitely is, but it's just it's just the point that like, God man, guys, I fucking love you guys, but dude, <laughs> they just sometimes they just really think like the stupidest shit. Like I'll give an example. We take everything as a signal, as a sign. Yes, <laughs> I have a friend that she like she's very talkative. She's very like she's definitely a personable person, which I do love that. Like to to be able to talk to anyone. She put herself in a situation where she was just being nice to someone. And then the dude like pretty much like pushed himself on her. And I was like, see, that's what I mean. That's literally what I mean. Just because you were being nice to that guy. He he literally was like, I'm in. I'm going to get it in tonight. And I was like, you, you just can't do that. You just really just, nope. <laughs> you, just, you don't need to be rude. Just be like, I'm not interested. Just leave it at that. I get it. But with most guys, 
they just automatically say, I'm in, that's it. I'm in. She was nice to me. She gave me a smile. And it, you oh, guys are man. easy is what you're saying. You guys have no Fuck yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you put, if no, you put, physical. yo, for real, if you put, we'll scale it, right? If you put an eight male and a fucking eight woman in a bar, that woman is going to kill it. That woman is going to kill it. The the guy will definitely get laid, but that woman's going to have staggering numbers because guys will fucking, excuse my language, will fuck a wet hole. Like it just, it's just the truth, man. They will. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's that's like that's what I mean, guys. And then a lot of it's like what you said, Zeta. A lot of guys will literally do it just to be like, I did it. Another notch in the belt, or I I got something like, and I you know what? I have proof. My brother, fucking love him to death, but he literally went through this phase in high school, where literally he would find a girl that had a girlfriend that had a boyfriend, just to take her, not to keep her, but just to be like, I did it. Dog and like, ass. there's a lot of guys that will do that. A lot of them. It's just, man. Oh my god, it's a freaking crazy. Female psychology. We have to be attracted. We have to feel some type of connection. There has to be something fundamentally there for us to engage, right? And so that was the most, um, I guess, blasphemous thing for me to have an epiphany about is that most of the time when a guy pursues a woman, they're not even attracted to the woman. Yeah. I know. I found out, Bryce. I found out the secret. Somebody told me the secret (laughs) sauce. And I, I found out most of the time when men are chasing women, it's it's not ever about attraction or I feel a connection. It's just I'm bored or whatever. I I want to have sex. Yeah, I've done that. You know, and been there. And as a woman, I I was completely flabbergasted. I said, "What? You guys aren't even attracted to the woman that you're taking back home?" No, can't believe it. Yeah, like <laughs> that that girl, the girls we had on that time. Remember, I told them about the couple of girls I messed with, and they're like, "Really? You you thought she was ugly? Like, yeah, she was, but." Hey, I was there for 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 a mission. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, got it in, got it out. That's it. I completed my journey, and I'll I'll hit it hit it back home. But that that was me in a different mindset too. That was me after my divorce, and I was I was wrecked up here, and I knew I was wrecked up here. So, so then, uh, what what's the difference? Like, when do you know? Okay, I'm going to pursue this woman because I respect her, I value her morals versus I'm just on this conquest for anything. Oh, well, I know when I, when I got, when I got divorced, I told myself I'm that's yeah, I'm on this conquest. I'm on a mission to ruin women because I'm ruined. So I'm going to ruin, ruin some people. And that's what I was doing. And I was telling women, I got, I have no interest in you and women that tell me, Oh, well, I like you. Well, and I literally told them, Oh, that's too bad. I don't like you that way. I'm just here for sex. I mean, I just kept it real because I said the next relationship I get in, I'm being 1000% honest with everybody. You're getting the truth, whether it's ugly or not. And I was on Hinge one day and swiped right on Julia, the now wife, and she was about to be the next one on the hit list. <laughs> and and I, I've told her this so she knows, but I met her and there was just something different about her. I, I remember we met during COVID. And we met on a beach in uh, Quincy and we had our mask on. And the whole time when I first met her, I was just in love with her eyes. She, she, had, she had hazel eyes like me. And I was like, wow, she's so beautiful, such beautiful eyes. 
And we were just talking the whole time. And the way that the conversation went way longer than it was supposed to. And when she removed her I removed her mask and I saw her smile, I, I kind of just, I got lost in myself. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? <laughs> so um, I didn't think she was going to hit me up after that. She did. And she invited me over to her place to stay the night. Now my mind is saying, oh, she wants to get down. Because it, it was, we met up for that date on that Monday and I stayed at her apartment on that Friday. And um, she didn't want to have sex. So I still tried again. Not be, And that, that next time I tried, even at, in the same night, I'm trying because I want to make sure she's not going to have sex. From the, from, the, from the perspective that like, because I don't want her to. I want to make sure she's a good person. And she didn't. And I remember riding home that next morning talking to my friends and they're like, oh, you fucked her, huh? I was like, no, I didn't. And you know what? I, I'm, I want this one. Oh. I really like this one. She didn't yeah. want it. She didn't want to have sex. Yep. I remember and that. Even on the second that. and third time I met her, she wasn't interested in sex. And that's what made me know, okay, she's different. I loved her conversation. I loved her time together. And her effort was unmatched. She was on top of trying to be a good woman for me. Like, she saw something in me, and she wanted to be good for me. She taught us, started teaching herself how to cook because she wanted to make sure she can cook for me. She wanted to meet my kids. I mean, she was just she was making those steps to be a to be a down ass woman. And I was, I was like, okay, time to stop running through women. She's, I understand you might have been heartbroken, but you don't feel that way anymore. Also, I don't. I never told you this, Lewis, but I went on a six month stretch of smoking cigarettes too. Like oh after my, shit! Yeah, after my that. divorce, I was wrecked, bro. I was smoking cigarettes. I was, yeah, <laughs> two to Damn. three packs a week. I was going through it, bro. Oof. And when I met well, yeah, Julia, it was rough though. Yeah, I met Julia, and I remember one day I got my car and I pulled out a cigarette, and I just threw the pack out the window, the whole pack. I said, and I oh, was you done. I was fuck. done with. It. <laughs> yeah, I was done with the cigarettes at that point. Automatic. That's good though. That's good. So okay, so I don't. I go two ahead. things, right? Hurt people, hurt people. That's what I heard you mm -hmm. say. Yeah, but also that's true. Yeah, yeah, with my profession as a special agent, I read people's body language. And when you talk about your spouse, your wife, you just open up. You're so vulnerable. Oh. you know, you're yeah. so open about it. You can clearly see you're glowing. You smile. Your eyes bright up. Your hands. You start talking like this. Like you're just like here. You guys have all this information. And when you talk about oh. your pain, you kind of close off. So. Hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, it's just very interesting, and I, I believe exactly what you're saying. Um, and now I'm curious about Lewis. What do you? What's the difference for you? How do you know this is somebody I want to pursue versus this is somebody I want to conquest? Well, all right. So, like, we had different like situations. So when I went through my divorce, I literally just shut everyone out for like almost a year. I just went to work. I went home. I went to sleep, and I just like this vicious cycle all over again. And then when I like, cause it like going through an affair like going through an affair and like being like the you know lack of a better term the victim at that end you it really like it makes you question your like self-worth like what did i do wrong or like what could i have done better am i just not attractive like you know all those like crazy feelings will go through your mind and then when i finally built my confidence back i was just like you know what fuck this and it's not that i was like i'm gonna mistreat women like again i can't do that like morally i can't do that i've always been like I fucking hate saying this sometimes. I've always been like the good guy because, and I hate saying that because of this stupid phrase. 
all good guys finish last. And it's not necessarily true, but in certain scenarios it is. But for what I did in like, just to continue, like the good part, the good guy part was I just told every woman, like a hundred percent straight up. Like I went through a whole world of divorce. I'm not looking for anything right now. If a connection comes up, I'm for it. But as of right now, I'm not looking for nothing to just enjoy life. I'm not going to mistreat you. You're going to know how I am straight off the bat. Did I have a lot of fun? Yes, I did. I don't regret any of it. Um, actually, I'm not going to lie. Some, <laughs> not all of it. <laughs> Some of it. I regret a couple of them. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just one of those things where it, it wasn't really like it was a conquest. I won't lie that there was some, like Bryson knows everything literally everything was there some that was a conquest yes but i still don't count it as that because one thing i'm very like very like very really positive on is i've never mistreated any woman that i've ever had any type of interaction with or relations with or anything like that because i've always i've never wanted to be like that mistake in a woman's life because i technically was at one point you know whatever that's probably different now but it's just the way i felt so I just made sure that I wasn't. I was always just either a neutral like presence or a positive one either way, which I still feel like I was a positive in a lot of them because I swear, man, if anyone has seen that movie, Good Luck Chuck, where oh, the yeah. guy like sleeps with like a bunch of girls and every time he sleeps with the girl, she meets her like significant other. That shit happened to me like eight fucking times, like literally eight times I'd hook, I hooked up with a girl and then like it wasn't serious. And then literally she met like her person and then now they're married like you know down the road or whatever which is cool shit good for you i'm not an envious person happy for you as far as like feeling like i want this girl it's i'm not gonna lie like you can in the past month like it's just like come back to me where i was like you know what yeah i do want to be happy again because i miss being missed you know like that's literally the best way i can describe it like, I've always been a relationship person, but I've always built that, like, you know, wall for better or lack of a better term where I just didn't want to put myself in a position to get hurt again. It's not. And, and in reality, it's unfair to like the woman moving forward. But I again, I wasn't in the right place to love that person 100 percent. And that's not fair to them because, yeah, I understand like you, not everyone's perfect. Everyone has a past, but I don't want you to feel like you have to help me or not help me, but like repair me. Like I, I, I want to be happy and full of myself. So I know when I'm stepping into this circle, I can take care of myself and put into you at the same token. So as far as like what it like sparked, I don't know. I think like the main thing for me is when like I was, I was getting the same uh, effort reciprocated to me as I was putting it. And I think that was where I was like, Oh, so, uh, so that's what it's like. And then like everything else just kind of like, like she had the same sense of humor as me. And like, we both found like the same shit funny, which whether it be dark or not. And like, and honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like the, for me, I'm definitely a guy where like, let me think of a good way to put it. Like, I'm like, where like the, the sex level, not like quantity, but just like, like freak level. I can't, I know I'm can't think of the right term right now, but like, the if intensity. you're on the same level as me, yes, there we go. <laughs> if you're on the same intensity level with like, Oh, that that's it. I got to keep you. That's it. I, I need, you need to be mine. Everything else just fell into place. And then that's when I was like, okay, yeah. All right. This is, this is something I want. 
for sure. Okay. So I just want to say that I, after hearing both of you speak, right, I really appreciate that both of you were transparent and honest about when yeah. you were pursuing things casually. Um, and I don't think that makes you a horrible person for being a straight man that wants sexual desires or to engage with women. I think when it becomes like a horrible kind of thing to do, it's when guys lie, when they're not honest about their intentions or they manipulate women. Yeah. And so you have this woman on a completely different trajectory thinking, I found my soulmate and this guy's playing games. I think that's horrible. But just yeah. being transparent and honest with your intentions does not make you a horrible person or a bad man. So you guys shouldn't think that or feel like that. No, like I, I've had, I've actually had a lot of women like react really positive. They were like, oh, uh, you know, I really appreciate you being honest and this and that. And it, it ultimately went in a good place. And there was a couple that were like, you know, I appreciate you being honest, but I'm all set. Hey, to each his own. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm just not here to play games with your head. And it just, it's just not me. But yeah, it's, I've always been like, that's why one thing me and him can definitely say is we were never like yo-yos and just playing with people's emotions. Like you knew what you were coming into from the get-go. That's it. Important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how is it like when you and your husband have arguments and stuff like that? Say that since you've you've been trained on how to read expressions and stuff oh, like see, that. Oh, I'll that's assume, that's right? a good one, man. Yeah. So that's what a good one. what is that like? Do you does doesn't does it get irritated knowing that? <laughs> okay, so um, first and foremost, I'll say that he's a very um, good listener. He's very neutral and he's very good at controlling his emotions. Um, needless to say, I'm a woman, I'm postpartum, I'm hormonal, I take accountability of those things. And so sometimes I know I'm not being fair or giving him a fighting chance. And he's still very supportive. And he listens. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, I go back and I have to apologize. But yes, it, it sometimes does create some tension. Because naturally, I know when he's lying, or if he's not telling the truth. Um, and he doesn't do it very often. But also, I'm not um, trained to be able to decipher anything besides deceit so that usually means somebody's lying but not always because yeah. you can con make a contentious statement and completely be thinking something else and then i ride his ass because i'm like your body language is not matching what you just said and so most of the time he tells me that would kill <laughs> he says <laughs> yeah for real he's like you know what say that we just need to take a break from each other but to your point, um, we did actually just start marital therapy. So we have um, a therapist that we see virtually um, through Military One Source for anybody that's listening. It's a free uh, resource provided to military service members. And it's awesome because she provides a neutral, non-biased perspective on how to tackle these types of debates and arguments in a relationship. We don't really argue. Uh, he's very very passive and he he just cares a lot about my heart but at the same point it's coming to the point where i don't want there to be resentment because he holds so much in and i'm very verbal and i i get it all out i'm very confrontational if i feel something i say it and he's just such a sweetheart so um he was sweet enough to pursue this marital therapy with me and it's just nice to hear him get his load off of his chest too, without feeling like I'm going to hurt my wife's feelings. 
but yes, I nice, nice. I can definitely read his body language, and he's a man of very few words. He doesn't really talk a lot, so when I say something and like his eyebrows shoot up a certain way, or his like jaw clenches, or if if he twitches a certain way, I'm like, oh, please tell me what you're thinking. And he definitely gets creeped out sometimes because it's nobody else would pick up on that. Um, but he's mm-hmm. he's still very receptive, and he likes to take the floor and answer. Yeah. Did you ever watch that show, Lie to Me? That's a good show. That is a great show. You need to watch that show, Seda. If you don't watch that show, you would like that show. This guy, he can read every expression, facial expressions, hand twitches, everything. He can just tell if you're lying just based on natural movements you make, lip twitching, anything. Yeah. I love that show. That's Um, a great show. Another question I got might be funny. Because I'm um... good at reading body language (laughs) myself, so that's why I got into that show. Okay, I'll check it out. Is is your is your training anything like that TV show Quantico? Um, I don't, I don't think I've seen that show. You know, it is to a degree, um, but then it also depends on your specialization. Um, so I do critical technology protection. So I work with um, advanced technologies and protecting them for the warfighter. So the the special forces that are deployed boots on the ground, the special type of technology that they use or next gen technology. So if it's something that is coming out in 2030, um, I ensure that it's protected adequately, right? So um, a lot of the time, my training is more so about protecting proprietary and sensitive data. Um, But the deceit comes in when I feel like somebody is an insider threat or if there's contention that the person may have sold the information or is using it for illicit means. Um, so to answer your question, yes, it can be, but it depends on what type of intelligence you're working with. There's different types of intelligence, like human intelligence, social media intelligence, signals intelligence. Okay. Communication. I, had, I had to get my, uh, I had to get my dumb question awesome. out of the way for the episode. Like but... <laughs> Yeah, I I know every t- every time I hear a special agent, I'm like, I wonder what she like Quantico. I want to ask her that. It's gonna be a dumb question, but I'm gonna ask her. Yeah, it definitely can be. It just depends on what type of intelligence you're working with. So Quantico, right? Um, it's like a FBI Academy boot camp. Um, and so mostly FBI works with human intelligence. So all of their sources, um, for extracting data is from humans. So they work more on body language and such. Okay. Shit, I should become an FBI you agent. Should. Then, you should. Know? You look like one. <laughs> you look like one. Bro, I've told you we Thanks. should be cops. Appreciate that. I told you we should be cops, bro. I don't know. Let's I don't just know. Drop I... what we're doing and, and join the academy. Nah, I, I already passed the, the test. I got accepted, but then they, they took too long, so I took a different job. All right, man. Hey, I think we kick ass out there on the streets, though. That would be so well, fun. Yeah, but... It'd be another uniform to wear, too. Yeah, we'd be nah, fine. I, I, yeah, we would. <laughs> I I know, but see, I'd I'd want to go above that. I want to go like FBI's so and shit like that. That shit would be cool. We do that too. You know, FBI is fun because they're white collar criminals. So you're working with like geniuses. Um, yes, that's what I mean. That shit yeah. would be cool. I, that's I like stuff like that. Like I've always been. I don't know. Like I think it's all the years I did in retail that I kind of just like spent a lot of time with like just selling people, and I, I don't know. It seems like I kind of got like a little niche for it. I'm good with my hands, obviously. I've been a mechanic for 25 years, but it just, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that would be really cool to do. You should. I've only met one FBI agent my whole life, and I couldn't even believe he was an FBI agent because he just did not fit the bill. 
But again, I'm thinking about like what I see on TV and this guy, like beard, like scruffy hair, like T-shirt. I, I didn't believe him and he pulled all his badges like, oh, shit, you really are FBI. Damn. OK. You'd be surprised. I mean, people code switch and you want that person that looks like they blend in. Right. Optics. You guys know optics. So you don't want somebody that always looks yep. clean cut in a suit because they're going to give away their yeah. cover. That's yeah. true. It's very true. true. That's probably why he was good at what he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Seda, we loved having you on. Yeah, it was a good uh, one. One of Definitely our longer episodes. I enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, I definitely no enjoyed it. Uh, so uh, let them know where they can find you if you want to let them know where they can find <laughs> If you want to. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Peachy the Vibe. Spelled normal. She's got <laughs> great posts. Her story be funny. And... uh yeah, she's got great energy. I love her energy. So yeah, I, was, I thought you'd be a good guest and uh, definitely turned up. So I like it. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, everybody else, thanks for joining the show this week. The Man Cave is signing off. You know where to find us. Man Cave Bryce on Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> and Low Cost Customs on Instagram for Lewis or Man Cave, Man Cave Lewis. Lewis. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Mm-hmm.